Dave. We got some nice music coming along. We do. I think we got a good show coming. This be a, these folks you can hear just vaguely in the background is Suburbo Nervo. They're going to be opening up. Hey, Belle, how are you be? I am well. And yourself, Dave, it's good to see well, you. I've been suffering, but oh, I don't want to get into it, but my back has been hurting, 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 but I'm trying to keep on doing what I do. And looking forward to another Friday, another Goddess Day, another way to say, and I definitely want to say, thank Goddess, it's free as day. Thank it Goddess, it's free as day. Yes, and uh, just reminding everybody, Ubi Doobie wants us to know everything is going to be all right. It's everything's going to be Happy all Friday. Right. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective on MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. Okay, perfect. Doobie, letting us know everything's going to be all right. And it is all right. Happy Friday. It is February 26th here in the year 2016, last Friday in February. 
And uh, looking ahead to, it looks like spring has sprung, huh, Dave? Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung, and here we be. And I got these two, I, I happen to be at the Revolution Cafe um, uh, a week or two ago. And I heard these guys playing in the corner. And I said, these guys, said, now I know what groovy means. It means to get in the groove. Because they were doing it. And I said, why don't you come on down Come on down here to Mutiny Radio, to the Common Thread Collective, and open up for us. So here they be. This is this be Suburbo Nervo. And here they are. Take it away, you guys.
Bunervo. Lots oh. of talent. That's me. That'd be beautiful. How can we, hey, can you be? Can you Can you fellows? Can you brothers? Can you guys be found out there on the web anywhere? Yes. Tell us about it. Facebook. You can look us up. It's Facebook. And that which is which is spelled S U B U R U N E R V O. Saburo Nervo. All right, look it up. Hey guys, give us another couple of songs, will you? You're getting us in the groove. That's groovy. Okay.
you guys. So good. Hey, who, who would you guess? For a, 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 your question A, how would you guys find one another and say we're going to get in the groove like we do, like you do? members in common, we just kind of met through some of the other bands, and we decided to just, uh, we're both kind of interested in jazz, and yeah. right, jazz is right. together and yeah. do some stuff. Play yeah. some music that we like. <laughs> no, all, all Speaking of that, who have, my brother Richard here, who's about to do some poetry, he's a really good poet, spoken word, said, now who, does they, who do they remind me of? Who could you, so I was going to say, I'll ask you. Stay into the mic, Richard. Uh, I guess, I don't know, I mean. So we're just going to the mic. It kind of sounds like Django. We like Django, we don't sound Django Reinhardt. Okay, I get it. You you have a little sound of Dan Hicks in there. And I also hear Harvey Mandel. But there's somebody else, when you do some some of your riffs, there's a guitar, somebody back in the past who's a famous guitar player, I know it. And you sound a lot like him. It could, be, it could be Django, but I, I, there's somebody else out there. I'm trying to put my finger on it, brothers, and I can't. Well, anyway, here they are, and here we be, and maybe we'll find it. Yeah, I give it super another, nervous. I give it because another couple of songs or another song. Perfect. Thanks to have you. And Richard, you two know each other, right? Eh?
lovely. Saburo Nervo. You guys are always welcome to come back. All right. Thank you very much. We, this will uh, be the Common Thread Collective. And it's a loose end. It's an open-ended collective. Thank you very much. You're welcome to join right up. Anytime. Just come on through. Yeah. And we'll definitely spread the word about you guys because uh, I'm sure people would love to have that kind of music at an event. Um, that's great. Yeah, thanks so much for coming in. And as Dave said, you're welcome any time here. Uh, we do the show every Friday. And uh, we're here from 3 to 545 there at 21st in Florida. So if you're listening out there, you can come down and join us too sometime. And of course, you can listen to all our shows, the podcasts that go up right after the show on mutinyradio.fm. Check out the podcast. We're Fridays 3 to 6. I know. Hey, um, I see Richard and I see Jimmy. But here, jump again, because he's, he's got to get down. He's got an announcement of some place he's going. Maybe you could call in and let us know what's happening. Rabbo, come on up here. Speak on this mic. You can. Rabbo, where are you going? What's going on, brother? Okay. We've got a couple things going on. A few things went on and going on today. There was a big demo from some of the faith-based organizations down at that division squat last night and this morning watching closely giving them some in-kind donations of a of porto potties cell phone chargers and being vigilant about police coming in taking people out stealing their belongings and throwing them away this afternoon 1:30, there was a stolen properties tour because when they sweep people off these sites, they're just stealing their property and throwing them away, including things like wheelchairs and walkers. Um, the important event that's coming up at 5 o'clock, 24th and Mission, Justice for Amilcar Perez Lopez. This is one of the three recent police shootings that people are outraged about. Yeah, he was killed on the corner of 24th and, and Folsom. And the details behind this one, Mario Woods is getting the most press. The details be behind this one was this man was being harassed in front of his place. There were a lot of witnesses right in a residential district by another Spanish-speaking man. He was facing an eviction, and this other man was harassing him and stealing his bike. And he went back away and came back with a knife to get his bike back. There was a police call and there's an article in the examiner today. The police department line was that he was lunging at the guy with a knife so they pulled up in a car and shot him dead. The autopsy revealed that he was shot in the back and the arms. What happened, a lot of people went down to the police commission meeting who saw this announced it, it was put in the local press and ignored by the police department, was that officers not in uniform pulled up, took this man as the aggressor. He turned and ran away. He was Guatemalan, Spanish-speaking. Turned and ran away because these guys came out with guns and they shot him in the back. And they also shot bullets through, through two bullets through the house right next to there. And so the evidence is clear on this, and activists are going to rally on this at 24th and 
mission and then march over to the police department and it's the same as the Mario Woods coalition they're going to demand a full investigation into this and the other one Nieto which has been covered on this show pretty closely what I heard in the police calls for that this is a Latino man getting ready to go to work with a taser sitting in Bernal Park some resident called the police department saying, you know, suspicious looking character sitting here, I'm not comfortable, which of course in the mission Bernal Heights, that's not a suspicious looking character. What's wrong with him? He's wearing a 49ers jacket. He's Latino. He's got a gun. That's where she mistook it. And they said, what's he doing? He's eating Mexican food. Now the record showed that something like eight minutes later, he was gunned down dead by 20, 40, or 50 bullets, however many, from 75 feet away, yelling stop and simultaneously killing him. And that was that. The whole city government got behind the police department line that he was pointing the taser, trying to shoot them, and even that cop supervisor. Uh, David Campos and uh, John Avalos both stood up and got uh, both got uh, uh, the board of supervisors. If that's not really part of the city, if that's part of the city government, which it is, they definitely came out for for him, demanding an investigation. And there you are. Yeah, those were the ones who were going against the grain and looking for justice well, for this man. Well, you took me literally. Yeah. Okay. Well few people came out. No, what I mean is the official line comes out and it sort of gets backed. I get so, it. So anyway, yeah. you're, you're on your way down there now, is that right? I'm on my way down the there. The 24th admission when people are gathering and uh, there you are and I wish you well and uh, uh, DJ Rubble, thanks for giving us uh, the heads up. Thanks for the report, DJ Rubble. Sending out love. God, there's so much, so much craziness going on. Systemic violence and, and otherwise. Um, okay, we are, we are Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, welcome. This is your first visit don't to. Okay, yeah, just uh, don't touch it. Just leave it alone. Thanks. He's a, he's a, a regular okay. here. He knows what to do. All right, I'm this is my uh, <coughs> first time here at Pirate Radio. Well, so, welcome, uh, brother. Welcome to a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, by the way, it's no longer Pirate Radio. It's now Mutiny Radio. Oh. And this be the Common Thread Collective. You're gonna cast that wide net. Find that common thread. Let the life flourish, and we're keeping it organic. So take it away, Jimmy. Well, that's what this poem it, it, intends to say. Okay, perfect. So this is called New Blood. I haven't read this for a couple years because it's about six minutes. Go ahead. And uh, it goes like this. Hey, you over by the door. Wake up that man from sleeping on the floor. This day he could be something more. Hey, you, with your head down at the bar, listen up. This day you may become a star. All we want to know is one simple question from Jimmy Mankind. What is the color of the condition of what's going on inside your mind? So is the color green your existential scene? Allegiance to the planet just enough for you? Or do you still play the fool for the good old red, white, and blue? Well, red is for the duped dead who bled all over the burning sand. And white is for the voracious overfed members of the ruling clan. Blue is for the strange fruit that ripens through the deep dark night and falls as endless fire and fright upon the children of the universal light. 
So are you loyal to our leader who blows up all your dreams, who answers every question with nothing like it seems, while half the world he's after wakes up screaming from their dreams? If so, what the world needs now is some new blood, because this is the age of tainted information, and this is the age of the unfinished public tale. This is the age of incomplete characterizations of dogs and gods and men, all lost on the trail to misbegotten meccas at the end of erroneous quests, raising funds via ideological promises given in various jests. Because this is the age of incompetent confirmation of events that never were meant to be brought to public attention and certainly weren't heaven sent. This is the age of spinning doctors telling us all it's okay to get bent by characters even they lament the board of directors mistakenly caused to be sent. Causing the fabric of tension between strife and romance to be surrealistically rent. This is the time for new blood. This is the call for the next generation. This is the pulse that pulls man, women, and child to the new age. This is the day for the new resolution. This is the hour of the promise fulfilled. This is the moment of Gaius stepping up, finally speaking, so even the elders will know. This is the time laughter escapes from the darkened soul. And the moment of recognition that we are all parts of a whole. This is the time for the honest leader. This is the time for the quality fight. This is the time for a forceful meter. This is the time for remedial light. This is the time for greater exposure. This is the time for full disclosure. And this is the time. Time is on the side of life. This is the time. Life is freedom. And this is the time for expression, choice. So this is the time force is superfluous and will not work. Because this is the time that what's right is might. Remember, there will be casualties strewn upon the fields of fire. So cry for their departed souls, but do not be sad. Pay them homage, for they were chosen to serve the evolution of mankind in their sad role as destroyers of ignorance. Nor be angry, for they died for all of us who still carry the evil seed. The flames that burst from their departed souls light the paths we must follow to arrive at future innocence. The job of we who survive is to keep this flame alive as a reminder of a road we travel in common. For this is the pulse of the universe speaking and calling and pulling us up to take a stand. This is the end of love's disappearance. This is the mind of life itself unfolding like a flower growing out of a hand. And this is the wave humanity must catch. This is the color of truth that we see. This is the power of hope's sweet fruition. The realization in the light of the sun and the moon and the stars and the shade of the trees that you, me, us, them, all are nothing but we. Om Tat Sat. Ow. This be Jimmy Mankind. Hey, Richard. Yeah. You and he have appeared before, and here we are sitting together. I want to welcome you to Mutiny Radio. This be a mutiny, brother. Now, Richard. Power to the people, and thank you. So anyway, thank you. Thank you. 
So I think what we're going to do is, uh, Richard, you do one, and we'll go back to Jimmy, and then Richard again, and then uh, uh, and we'll go back and forth for a while. Uh, and I'm, um, Well, I've got some new stuff, and I've got some old stuff, but right, I seem to have Willie the Shake up again. Uh, but this is a different Willie the Shake one. I think I've read this one a long time ago. It's called Willie the Shake and His Play. Shakespeare. <clears throat> Pain and deep despair in the land. A William Shakespeare play of madness, deceit. No, the eagle's wings is broken and the gardens are not growing quite right and ripe in their time. Flora and fauna move north and south to survive or die. Ugly politics are being ignored, believing that they will go away and do no harm by not participating. <laughs> if true, we should be in utopia. Instead, there are those who are left with the taste of sour and bitter sadness. In my country, presidents are nothing but real estate agents who in the end, along with the black robes and their preacher offsprings, have raped its land and people for money and thought. Willie the Sheik wrote his play, Macbeth, many centuries ago, spoke of evil in the land. Their gardens are dying, roots become knotted and bound as, the, as is in the kingdom. The century later, evil came to this shore, and at first no one noticed. By the time evil came into its full bloom, the presidents and their people did their best at their worst. It's live evil, evil live. Wake up, wake up, wake up from your nightmare. Time has come once again to confront, speak to power. We have been ugly so long that we have forgotten what ugly is. Macbeth is alive, purging, killing, ignoring. He has played many roles through the century and lives in a new empire where all is reoccurring. Everyone wants to thank me for my service and all I want to do is weep. I know the cost of empire. It sent me to do the killing and you want me to forget. As good citizens, we are all supposed to forget. As Macbeth lied, so do our presidents and leaders. This is what you get from empire. Wake up, wake up, wake up from your seamlessly endless slumber. Wow. Jimmy, where is my I friend know, Jimmy? I know, Jimmy's out there. Those, Jimmy, those were very complimentary. Jimmy, you're to be in here, my friend, Jimmy. That's all right. Those um, were very... And I'll just keep reading. <laughs> those were very complimentary pieces, I believe, in a, in a sense. I mean, there was, you know, divergence, of course. Yeah. But um, uh, really powerful. And, you know, I, it, it's... It's so timely right now, uh, as we're in the midst of ha listening to all of these factions speak uh, during this presidential election year, and we hear there's, I mean, it's just, it's so over, it's just so full of rhetoric, um, and, and it's not, and with rhetoric, you, you might, you might hear some great ideas, you might hear some terrible ideas, but at the same time, you don't get the the voice of the people that the that the candidates are presuming to speak for. Yeah, sure enough. and and I, I the the problem is like with everything, people know they've been messed with. They know they've been lied to somewhere along the line. But the problem with most of the people in this country is they wind up blaming the wrong people. It's like the Vietnam War. They blamed the Vietnamese. No, my brothers and sisters, the Vietnamese weren't the reason for that war. The reason for that war was my own government and, and, its, uh, and its minions to make money. And, and there's resources off, the, off Vietnam. So, you know, uh, we always wind up, and that's what's going on with Trump. There's a lot of people who are just damn mad and know they've been screwed. 
and they like somebody, anybody, who's going to get up and tell them to go screw themselves. But the problem with them is this country is racist. It's still in denial about its racism, and it's just as racist to me, and I've been alive for almost 70 years, at the day I got here. It's just as racist. Well, the fact also that, that it's becoming minority-majority now so very soon, and these white folks who are by these white folks, by and large semi-educated, who are back in Trump, are beginning to realize it, and they're scared, and we have yeah. this fear going yeah. on, yeah. and it's pretty much outrageous. Uh, very but, dangerous when you have a scared country. Very dangerous. Well, but that's uh, but remember, that's uh, still, there are more and more people who are standing up. In fact, uh, Saturday, now let me remember, the Bernie... Bernie, there's going to be a still a march for Bernie in Oakland, starting there in front of City Hall, I think at 10.30 or so. We could find that. Oh. And so people are standing up. I don't know how long he's going to hold out, but the things seem to be moving in that direction as well. There's so we a, talk about the whole country. There's also a lot of people who don't really fit into that whole country idea and are standing up and beginning to dance to a different drummer. Well, two things before we go any further. Well, go ahead. Number one, tomorrow night at uh, Nikki's on uh, Lower Haight, uh, there's going to be a read for Poor People's Magazine and a few oh, other ones. Oh, that's uh, tiny. Uh, 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 and uh, um, D. Allen's going to be there. So uh, it's going to be from 5 to 8, so I recommend people if they're that's bored. That's a good idea. something to do, and show up. Where's, and, where's that going to be? Uh, it's going to be at Nikki's on uh, Lower Haight. I think it's 400. Got it. Yeah. Tomorrow night? Yeah, from oh, 5 right. to 8. Yeah. Uh, also... Valerie, talk to me Say about it. next week. Oh, next next Friday, next Friday. I'm excited, uh, I'm to, excited too. to be me part too. of the uh, the all women's poetry showcase at the Beat Museum at 540 Broadway. Uh, Justice Sweet, Justice. Uh, Justice Morgan, seventh generation San Franciscan, uh, is curating has curated the event. Um, she also is with the North Beach Press, so she makes these beautiful broadsides. So I believe she's going to be doing one broadside per uh, poet. Uh, for, to commemorate the night and uh, yeah I, I've been thinking about it a lot but I, I definitely need to take some time to sit down and figure out uh, what which poems I'm going to uh, to share that and night and I understand you're reading last you're going to wind it up and bring it together I, Is that I right? don't know yeah, I mean I was told that but I, I believe that's what I heard from I may be wrong yeah actually but I think I did hear that from too. Justice herself oh well it's, I think it's beginning the UK and ending with you okay well I, now I know more than I did a minute ago well that's what life I is know about. my name was last on the on the poster because I gave them my full name and which took up a little space a little extra space and of course, uh, as we're getting into this, E.K. and uh, E.K. on my right, I guess, and uh, Valerie on my left, will be doing poems under the dome. You'll be hearing more and more as time wears on, but that's going to be coming up too. Yeah, that's at the end of April. That's going to be Thursday, April 28th. Oh my goodness! At City Hall, of course, again from 5:30 to 8 o'clock p.m. It's a Thursday evening, so hopefully everybody can come out, put your name in the hat, and if we call your name at yeah. Poems Under the Dome at City Hall, then um, you can read a poem. Uh, one poem in three minutes or less is what we'd like to do, so we keep everybody, keep all the flow going, and as many people out there as can come. <laughs> and which is it? It's my, uh, it's the, it's our, no longer my for quite some time, it's our 11th annual 
for 11 years after having a, the, that vision of a mother of all open mics in City Hall. This will be the 11th year I've been doing that. We've been doing that. I'm talking about myself, Val and E.K. have been getting up there and doing that. And uh, Have you been there? Uh, I was, uh, of course, you know, last year was the year I came out. And yes, I got to, I got to read because I got my name drawn. So That's right. That. Nice. Hell yeah. And um, I'm, I'm, uh, I've been told I'm really bad at tooting my own horn, so toot. Um, toot it. I'm going to be reading at Folio Books on the 29th this coming Monday at 7 o'clock for 10 minutes. There's going to be four readers, uh, and that's up on the upper uh, 24th across from Whole Foods, which I don't go to. And um, um, also uh, and uh, on April 13th, I'll be reading for 20 minutes uh, as a feature at uh, Sacred Grounds. So okay, you perfect. might hear me say nice. a couple of times. So it's all kind of connected together. It's about doing more together than any of us can do on our own. So uh, my brother, Al, why don't you give us another poem, and then we'll hear one from Richard. And it's been so good to have you guys around. Where's your sister? Do what you're going to do, brother. Okay, this is a poem called Fish, When, when Fish Fly. fly. When I get home, I'll pour myself a beer, yeah, a glass of wine. I'll flip on the wall screen and put myself in the Serengeti or down in the Antarctic, in Rio, watching the penguins waddle by. I imagine myself as one of them, listening to all the calls from all my penguin friends who had to wait till I got home. <laughs> what are you doing in Rio? Winding up on the beach. To ask me if I feel their pain, and all I can say is, well, sorry. They can wait till fish fly because I'm in the backbeat of the city, soft underbelly of the beast, lord of my own underworld, the world I inherited by being head honcho of the least. Anybody want to bet when the fan gets hit by our full accreted pile of World War debt? It won't be me who will be the hale and mellow fellow so well met. Lounging as I am in their <clears throat> frat ratty frayed and faux safety net. Stunned, done, poked and stoked. Anybody want to bet it ain't me who killed all hope? Because I've been thinking about the truth more than doing it. Taking pointers from the world of busyness. Where they say, hey, make a busyness plan. Thus I'm planning my attack upon them. I may kiss them to death. The re-evolution only takes a second, but the build-up is interminable. Of course, that's their fault. I, for one, am excused, for I lie here buried in their airtight, should I say soul-tight, brain-tight, heart of the matter. A biscuit, a basket, I'll risk it, I'll task it. I'll buy a ticket to Tashkent for me and my casket to visit the headlines so full of chatter. But I cannot add my Jimmy Juice to the cacophony going on up there. I am silenced by the two yards of unearthly manure between us. Is it a clue for me to be so strangulated and made so impotent by my early burial? To what solution? Then an omen, perhaps, for all of you poetic spirits. For if I were free to espouse my theories back in them, would I not be reduced to their level? A warning. Would I not become one of them, oppressing myself by anger, angst, and the avaricious desire for the fruition of my dreams? 
Instead, I am the pregnant moment, allowed out only at night. I dissolve through the soil and slither, hissing to the surface of my steaming swamp like the bubbling of primordial ooze reforming into the towers of knowing. They say I am homo, devised from humus or earth. Our earth mother cries out, sapient, devised from knowing. From all those years of living below the lotus, thus homo sapien, human, yes. And I am the flicker of light that blows up the shibboleths of their Pompeii. I am the avalanche. I am the fog of soot. I am sulfur gas. I am destiny. I am the resistor, persister. I think at them from the depths of my pit. And I hiss, what you gonna do about it, mister? Wake up your little sister? I am not what got us to here. I am the point of the now. I am the fish that crawls. All the rough drafts and fallacies aside, I am the new blood in the big bath. I have no opinion to throw at you like a spear, no theory to sell you in the new weird order. I am vaguely amorphous, trusting as I do in the force or the inertia of its wake that'll push us from, all of us from here to wherever and whatever there. Those who still have hearts shall feel, and those who fail to serve the life force shall find their skin at the foot of the bed. For this fish has a blade in its hand, and the chalice is already shattered, smashed upon the land. Yeah. Life is spirit, not the order imposed upon it, nor the persistent squabbling of seagulls, rats, and roaches groveling in human form. Even if you win the rat race, you're still a rat. Life is for the joy of it, to emulate the children and engender the learning found in play. The joy is in the reciprocation from one person to another, informing trust and providing succor. In advantages given and freely returned, not for the withholding of water in the midst of a drought, not for withholding shelter in the midst of squalor, not for apologies for bad aim from 30,000 feet. Can you hear the planet talking to us? Her daughter, Gaia, screaming out in pain? Can't you smell the flowers rotting out there in that heavy rain? Then act, get real, be royal. Real is royal in Spanish, thank you, Lord. And remember, it's not ours, or yours, or theirs. And that the value of a man is in the goodness he spreads. And the measure of his goodness will be taken in 1,000 years. So 1,000 years from now, another fish, now crawling, like me, will fly. And as it does so, it will cry out in no uncertain terms, love. And then prove love, for that is your task here on this planet. Nothing else is asked of you. Heaven is only a dream, and we are our own angels. So do not wait for heaven. It's ephemeral, a mirage. You've imagined it. But bring it on down here where you can use it, where you and your children will need it and can make it real. So pull, it, pull together, same direction, make peace, prove love. I'm going back to my cave way below. I got time to conjure the overthrow. Time is my ally. To prove love, I got till fish fly. Till fish fly. <laughs> this be Jimmy Mankind. Hey, Jimmy, what just came to me just a couple days with these lines. Love will get you everywhere. 
Hate will get you nowhere. <laughs> Love will get you everywhere. Hate will take get you nowhere. So you guys have read. Do you guys, are you up here regularly around one of these various? I think it's worse than that. I think hate will strike you down. I think hate is really uh, abominable okay, and will well, actually hurt you. the person who hates more than the people who he hates. Well, it certainly gets that's you nowhere. generally the way it works, and I think that's why love will survive. Okay, love will get you everywhere. Because love is self-building up goodness and happiness oh. and peace, and that lasts longer than uh, war and hatred, and hatred ends up just destroying the haters. Okay, well, we're but it well takes time, that's for sure. Have you ever seen fish fly? <laughs> yes, I have. They do fly, some of them. Yeah, well, they do. There's a species uh, up in the Great Lakes uh, that's been trying to get in the Great Lakes, and I haven't heard anything lately whether they ever made the boundary. But they, they literally come out of the water flying. Well, actually, Oh, yeah, that's so, that they, carp. What, what they do, they, yeah. they, they take off underneath that's and that fly yeah. across. That's a big yeah. carp. Down in Baja, Chicago's got too. the responsibility. That's my home town and that's where they have this these huge uh, docks or whatever they call that like uh, locks their locks and the ships because the water from Lake Michigan is supposed to flow down the Chicago River that's man-made originally the Chicago River ran into Lake Michigan but since you're gonna drink that water you say well let's just send all of it down we'll drink Lake Michigan but we'll send all our dirty water down the river down the Illinois River to the Mississippi and so that fish came all the way up it's yeah. a carp. It came out of Mississippi. Some Mississippi catfish ponds that got flooded out. Yeah. And the ironic thing, the funny thing about this fish, the longer it's in the bigger river, the bigger it gets. Of course. And now it's in Chicago, and this is like as big as, bigger than Dick Buckus. Bigger than Dick Buckus. It will knock wow. you off the boat. If hey, it you, you Jimmy, will fall it's the size the of a horse. Yeah, they're oh. big. Hey, Jimmy, yeah. I fished, the first time I ever spoke was 1955. See, we're kind of contemporaries, but I think I got, I got you guys beat by about a yeah, decade you're, you're or so. Yeah, you're the older. I'm, the, I'm 78. <laughs> but the first time I ever spoke in public, I got up there, was on a box in Bughouse Square in Chicago. Were you ever there in front of the Newberry Library? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, it was you one, spoke outside. Yeah, it was one-armed Charlie. Who was the dean of the square? It was 1955. He passed soon after that. He lost his arm in the Battle of Vieps. And he taught me this poem, and it was the first time I ever got up that it, that ended yeah. this way. You have a pot to piss in, or a window to throw it out, but you place your hope in a Dago Pope to save your Irish soul. Uh, that's pretty uh, good. That's okay. great. I, it was a long poem. That was the end of that. Oh, that's your poem. That was yeah, the anarchist yeah. poem. That was my first. That was came out of the, the IWW, the Wobblies. He had lost his arm in the Battle of Yips in World War One. So time goes on. Time passes on. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Richard. It's so good to have your brother here, our brother here, Jimmy. He's pretty amazing. The two of you, got, the two of you together. So you got another? Do you want to well, got something you take uh, us out with? I have some shorter pieces here. Yeah, yeah, mine are all short, short now. I might, str I might string it also, together. So okay, take yours yeah, along, and somebody, we got... Somebody give me the, if I'm going too long. All right, well, this one's called, uh, uh, a new uh, new one's called Afraid of Humanity. Well, I read this last Wednesday, but... <clears throat> afraid of Humanity. There are those who are afraid of their humanity and must keep it hid. Who sometimes walks around with that deer look, headlights look. Afraid of getting hurt or what being a human might lead to is predictable when living in an empire where humanity is beaten down and its citizens seem to be pissed off and confused, which is always dangerous. Don't take my word, take her history. Learn and read and find out why so many lost their minds only through struggle to regain their humanity. Yes, their humanity, that thing some people will ask for a definition. Never a good sign. 
Most are recovering from something, family, religion, education, civilization, bias, racism, love, hate. Some hold on to these things that kill their humanity. Others cultivate their humanity, life. If ever beat down, they no longer are. Whether they are aware of it or not, they begin to glow. They begin to carry themselves well. That garbage, refuse, must be refused. It will no longer work against your humanity. That's what will help take you to the mountaintop. Um, and then we will do... Get these people away from me and mine! We live in times, as always, dangerous times. What has been learned becomes unlearned. A new script is offered to each generation with past connections, with one step forward, maybe. There are, have been times in some nations who have moved forward, but other empires and others had ideas, outcomes. We live in times with massive changes around our blue-green orb. You know that place that gives us life as we know it, and will take it as we know it. There is a massive migration, flora, fauna, and human. This exodus occurs as Usans go shopping at all the dot-coms. We live in times where there are people who would rather live as Siddhartha and not have the life of unpleasantness uh, disrupt their lives. They earn and work for what they've got and received, or they receive trust funds. These unsavory should be housed somewhere else, not here. They feel unsafe in their own city of three years. My family should not have to see these refuse of human beings. Cities are made just for them and their money, no matter what the cost of those they displaced. We live in times when politicians are ineffectual except when making money for the wealthy. Another danger sign. They throw people out on the streets or out of town because they can, for now. They are the true believers, natural deceivers. We believe in the free market society, it is said, and over this they will never lose face. We live in times when they are, when they are revered as top dogs for now. Sorry, dogs. That day will come when they no longer need it and they, as they are now. Someone will, some will find many of the same things that they say will now sound familiar to them and may it fall like ashes from their mouths. Wondering if this is what I worked for, for only to have to be thrown away? Well, yes, maybe. Beware of this cautionary tale for you and yours. Uh, and Richard, of course, you're referring to recently the uh, the uh, yes, young, uh, newly newly affluent uh, arrival yes, in San Francisco, yes. who uh, mm. who was noted as as saying, "I shouldn't have to see walking mm. past homeless people. I shouldn't have to see this every day." He's lived here for a whole three years. This is my town. Right. I want. I want my. I want when my parents to come visit that they yes. have a good experience. Yeah. I shouldn't have to see this while I walk down the street. You bet. It's like, well, yeah, you shouldn't have to see it because people shouldn't have to be living on the street. That's but right. nobody should have to uh, cater to your naive uh, understanding of the world around you either. Well, I thought, I thought, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give him his uh, due by naming him. So, that attitude is uh, is uh, is around quite often. It is. It is, and it's not just from new no. arrivals either, no. because of, I mean, homelessness is been something been that this 
cities God, since seventies. Uh, since the seventies, at least, right. yeah. And um, you know, and I think that there's a just a big gap of understanding as to why people are so many people are homeless. But right now, it's crazy. There's a lot of actions, like like uh, DJ Rebel was saying yeah, too, yeah. going on around the whole tent city under Division Street, under the freeway there. Um, the cops and the DPW workers have been coming around and just throwing people's tents in the back of trash compactors and and people are saying hey this is like all the things we own what is it um what will wait fourth amendment is illegal search and seizure right yeah. so you, this is just them coming up and taking people's property which is on a strictly public city block and and throwing it away and this is, this is a property of people who who obviously don't have anything uh, except for what they've got right there the eyes of the world the eyes of the state are upon them and they upon them they seem to not realizing that uh, that they're not, they're not alone people are watching people are observing this you know and yet this continues over and over again and we need to have, we we need a revival we do do food knocker bombs on thursday but uh, but that resurrection is coming along because our roots go all the way back to all the way back to the homeless camp that we had back then yeah, and right now, the, um, out tonight, I believe, there's a, a several people who are going to be camping out tonight in solidarity and, and in vigilance because the police have, have said that they're coming to, to round up people between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. And so uh, for, former mayoral candidate Amy Farrah Weiss is going to be out there. Current supervisorial candidate for District 9, Edwin Lindo, is going to be out there. There's several people who are going to be uh, camped out on Division Street hoping to uh, you know, if when the police come around to to stop, tell them to well to try to stop them, <laughs> and well, they're going to be cooking and, and 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 trying to help people out out there. The people, yeah. And I believe we got that seven thousand homeless people in San Francisco. I believe that this is the beginning of a new movement. I remember when when we had our homeless camp, where food not bombs were serving twenty four hours a day there, and people were joining us. That was a good five, six, maybe a little further. And so I think we've come back full circle, and life goes on. So you have another you'd like to read yeah, now? Yeah, uh, and because I see Rainbow and uh, they are. And guess who's yeah. there? Bear Coon has just come. I back. thought that was Bear Coon. They yeah, are. And, uh, <laughs> I thought so. So they're going to come awesome. anyway. So they Welcome come back. back. <laughs> they let me know, and they're here. They're here. I just said, "Where are the sisters?" And here they are. Thank well, God. Uh, um, Take I'm, it away. I, I've read this, I think, a while back. It's called Cafe International. The reason I'm reading it. Uh, after this discussion is because uh, these are the places where uh, and, and and places like this uh, where I think people who uh, you know have the heart have the soul and hope they have the intelligence for it uh, to come together and continue uh, forging the conversations and talking to each other seriously about all this stuff uh, as you say more minds maybe maybe we can come up with some more better solutions more better so uh, I'm going to read cafe international Perfect. There is a cafe on Lower Haight, a cafe with a mural of the ancestors from across the globe. They dance, play instruments, stand, and sit in talking poses. Defend. They're from across the hoop. Arabs, Africans, Caucasians, people from the Asian nations, people from the lands of the Eagle and Condor. When there are few people there, one can stare and see something new. Under certain influences, they dance, play, sing, talk, a cacophony of sound, cacophony. joy, color. 
This mural is in the back, outside. Many people go there to socialize, tell stories, smoke. Most seem unaware that mural telling its stories peers out from its borders. Inside, an Edward Curtis print of a Hopi man on the, with the word Sacred Spirit hangs from the top of the wall. Most seem unaware that the Hopi ancestor peers at them. He looks out upon the inside cafe, looking as he observes of all that happens below. What would he think of if, if he were here for real? What would he say? There are times when looking at our Hopi ancestor, he seems a little angry at others just observing us with that wry look at our folly. Others sad for what the history has dealt each generation since he passed. The saddest is that he's looked through, not to. The floor of the cafe of, uh, made of wood shows the wear of many trudging feet through the decades. Repairs and age show. It is a place where many talents have graced themselves to, the, to those present. May we continue to tell our stories in music, poetry, comedy, and of these human stories. May the ancestors grace us with their presence, through many, though many may not notice. Cafe International is where the hoop is being mended. May it spread out the healing and can begin and continue. This be but this be mutiny, mutiny radio cafe where the same thing can be applied. So good that you both space. Do you have one last one you'd like to do, brother? So good to see the two of you together. I got a little one. Okay, so that a would be perfect. One? That would be perfect. If we can imagine heaven, why can't we imagine heaven here on earth where we can use it? Not one where you have to die for, but one you enter at your birth. Perfect. Learn to love. Love to learn. Uh, this never ends. Now, this one here is just a page and a half, okay? Okay. Well, we're about, yeah, okay, go, you, go for it. Go okay. for it. No, no, no. Go for this it. We got, uh, they're getting ready. They're up there. This and time. we got Bear Coon coming up. we got a number. Ba- but take it away, brother. This person, this um, this farm, this time is ours. These people, this tiny rabbit, this fox, this space, this comfort, this pox. Hurry up. These are the last locks on this joy, this girl, this boy, this happy, this earth, this harm, this charm, this water, this air, this life, this hope, this wish, this religion, this reality under these religions, an embarrassment of bad guesses, this room for living, this way, this Tao, this method, this system, these ideals and those who failed to connect with a connection by this truth, this art, this poetry, Each word relinquished one by one, set free, pushed out of the nest into the world, which cannot lie. This and that liar, this human being, this liar, to be still in the stillness, to live and side for something good is to live for this spirit of this time, this eternity, to, for, of, us, which is the latest lie in response to this attack from this undead past upon this unborn future of this knowing of this work on this responsibility we call this earth with our God your God their God oh joy you are God and thank you for reminding me not to forgive nor to apologize not to say this sorry this price for this peace by this past of our crimes only selfish only power uberalis we have to admit we're killing this peace we have to kill this past for a baby's peace to live here in their spirit for their unknown future their robot their ruby 
reboot, pardon me, this prognosis, this cure, this joy, start over. Yeah, you too. Well, uh, I just want to say, I, uh, I, <clears throat> I, uh, before I arrived, I was going to do this, I wanted to dedicate that last piece to Rainbow and Drift. Perfect. Because I, they epitomize to me the Those stuff. Guys? The stuff that stuff is made of. And you two be a dynamic duo. Good just stuff. To see the two well, of you together. Fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed yeah, it. Thanks, Rich. There you go, oh, right. Well, thank you, Mr. Yeah, nice. see you all. Oh, okay. Perfect. All right. Saturday. <laughs> Where's that tonight? Saturday show again? It's going to be down at uh, the Lower Haight. Nikki's. 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 And what Nikki's time is five. that going to be? It's going to be from 5 to 8. 5 to 8. Is that five open mic? Um, you know, I think I did see it might be, but I don't quote me. Just go to Nikki's or uh, Poor People's, I'm sure. Well, go Yeah, Poor Magazine. All right. And then I, I want to just, before this uh, poetic social commentary section ends, I want to add one little poem that you guys both made me think of, and then we'll go to Rainbow and Drift. So this is, a, this is another 4th of July poem. Going on vacation gives Americans an excuse to wear short pants and drink commercial coffee in a faraway but identical environment, buy souvenirs made in China and eat french fries like it's a foreign food. Taking public transit gives Americans an excuse to ignore other people and practice stink-faced expressions of what they might look like when they're old and stodgy, feel connected to their friends by remote voyeurism and pretend like age doesn't matter now that we're all equal and capitalism has always rewarded the selfish and righteously indignant. Celebrating the 4th of July always gives Americans an excuse to hail fire and guns, food, youth, and good old fooling around, to tell themselves that war is heroic and genocide isn't a word that belongs in this country, wave a flag that advertises freedom for some, but innumerable graves continue to be dug. Wow. Uh, well, this is all fits. A, lot of stuff here. a dynamic duo and Val, and here they be. I'm talking about drift. I'm talking about rainbow. Give us a couple of songs, will you, brother? Okay, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Val. This is for the redwoods.
just look at the hole in the ground Where they're tearing the redwoods down Oh, look at the hole in the ground Where they're tearing the redwoods down Contaminating all the life But it's Earthbusters sitting in jail Waiting for justice to prevail it's Earth first us sitting in jail And I think it's so unfair Point a finger at you When you gave it all that it was worth Just to try to save the earth Yeah, you gave it all that it was worth to try to save the earth And when there's no one left to blame This world goes down the drain Nothing more to be saved And the earth becomes a grave Yeah, there's nothing more to be saved And the earth becomes a grave Thank you, thank you Is that so a beautiful? Give us another, will you, brother? You bet They knew what was in your head. They'd probably 
Thanks for coming through, Thanks Rainbow. For so us, good to man. have you back. It's a pleasure to be here. And now we're going to have some special guests. Uh, 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 a great, uh, pleasant, very pleasant surprise. I'm talking about Bear Coon as we're getting up here. But uh, Mauricio. Yes, brother man. Mauricio, to get on the same page. Yes. To give us a little bit of hipstery. <laughs> One day, several years ago. A number, a few, uh, several years ago, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I happened to be, I was the vice, I had been elected the vice president of cultural affairs. 
of the student government, the Associated Student Council of City College of San Francisco. And I was there on the main on the on the uh, on the ocean campus, and I was walking through the student union, and I saw this fellow. He looked most interesting. <laughs> and we got to, and it, he was being kind of ignored because he was uh, being kind of ignored. And I could see he didn't quite know how am I going to jump in and let people know why I'm here. So I walked up and said, "Hey, bro, who are you?" And he said, "Well, I be Mazatsum, and I be a, a an assessor." of the Aztec calendar. But the, the ego, that's when I first ever heard about the ego, and the ego and the, the ego looking forward and looking backward is the, is the, is the bird of the, of the indigenous people of the South, which is the what? The ego and the condor. Yes, sir. And the condor's looking back, and the ego's looking forward, and so we got to talk, and I began to do some round, we got to talk, <laughs> and he had brought with him he wanted to bring through. He had he had made the copies of the Aztec calendar. He was uh, he was uh, he called him. He was called the assessor. Here's a man who's now in Peru. Am I right? Yes, he's in Peru now. He's a man who travels back and forth across that border as if it's no border at all. He knows right? how to transcend for sure, man. Transcends <laughs> all past borders, all past yeah. categories. The border, I think, crosses him now. Uh, well, we didn't cross the border. <laughs> the border crossed us. That's uh, that's the song. Yeah. We didn't cross the border, and back and forth, and he made copies of that Aztec calendar. And I had been elected the VP of Cultural Affairs of the student government. And they were just then building, and we had just built the, the mission campus hmm. of, 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 the, of, the, of the city, of the, of, of the community college, college of San Francisco. It was a city college, it was bilingual. They had a lot of the classes in Spanish there. They had the English and second language classes there. And so we had this idea. He liked to see in front, hanging there, what turned out to be the largest Aztec calendar in the world, I hear. <laughs> in the world, I hear. That's right. Hear that, folks? In the world? In the world. The one on city, CCSF? Yeah, Valencia. Uh, on Valencia. Valencia 22, yeah. It's the biggest one in the world. What? I yeah. didn't know that. We host that. Can you believe it? That's amazing. I mean, it is, it is it is a significant size. Yeah. It's it's really beautiful. I love, beautiful. I love that building because of it. And Otherwise, I, it would just kind of look like a hospital. And, or something. and I began. To, he and I began to talk. We began to plot and scheme and plan. And I took it to the people. The, in fact, the uh, the vice chancellor, the chancellor, so soon after that was indicted for a felony, he had to leave. The vice chancellor Broomquist, who had built the building, got indicted. But before they did, they accepted the idea of that calendar, and he knew exactly where to take it to. There's this collective of Latino artists down in New Mexico, did you know this? No. That he connected with. They, uh, with this idea, he had the plan, he drawn up the plan for that calendar. And by the way, if you would ever ask Mazanson, if you, if you tell him his birthday, he can tell you exactly, has he done that with you? Yes. He tells you exactly where it fits into the calendar and what it all means, am I right? Yes, he presents the responsibility and potentials you have according to the calendar. That's correct. Responsibilities and potentials. Yeah. But anyway, so soon, uh, soon, uh, so somehow we pulled it off, he and I, and soon they came up with a pickup truck with that, that calendar, the world's largest calendar, in, in, uh, uh, broken into pieces and, uh, on the back of their uh, pickup truck, 
and they rolled it up here and put it together and now it stands proudly there it is so glad to see it I look up and see it and if you haven't seen it you probably have look at the front of the uh, of the mission campus of City College right there at 1125 Valencia Street right between 22nd and 23rd and there it will be and now and about a year or two later, he came up and he said, Diamond Dave, you know what I'd like to do now? I'd like to have a Mazteca. Tell us what Mazteca is. Yeah, man. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's yeah. a pleasure. It's an honor, man. You're a true uh, San Francisco legend as far as activism and all the beautiful work you do. And every time I run into you, it's, it's kind of like... I'm going to come by, I'm going to come by, and I never do, and it feels well, really good. Are, brother, I feel at home right now. Up. Yeah, and I yeah, feel like it's the right time. It. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, uh, just to add to that, there's a lot coming to the calendar at the campus. Uh, we're building one right now that's going to be 3D, where it's going to have LED lights uh, pretty much turning and giving you the day sign. So it's going to be lighting up the day that it is on the calendar, and wow. it's going to be interactive as well, where you can print out your birthday and and all the significance behind your day oh my goodness. of birth so it's gonna, that's gonna be up there for let me give the date did you see the date well that's not that? that's coming up but not as but not exactly not that. exactly soon yeah no no that sounds like a project yeah. which is going to be ongoing which we have to be talking to. will this be sponsored again by city college yes it is okay, yeah so, so i'm here i'm here today to invite the whole community of san francisco and bay area to the mexica new year um, here at City College Mission Campus, like Diamond Day was saying, um, it's a beautiful event. It's been going on for nine years, and oh this time, how time flies. yeah, man, it's been. We nine have eleven years. years of poems under the dome, and nine years have been part of Mexica, Mexica, at New New College, and uh, <laughs> Mazatzin will be there dressed all in white. Yes, we want to We're all in white. We'll have the Aztec dancers. Yes, and for the first couple of years, we just tore over Valencia Street, but uh, now and let it happen. But now you're going to have permits, and Valencia Street will be closed. Am I right? Yes, the streets will be closed uh, adjacent to the campus, and we're actually we're taking it to the next level this year. We're having performances, um, a lot of them, throughout the night, throughout the evening. And we're actually also doing a blanket and socks drive for the homeless. Uh, we're going nice. to be collecting old uh, blankets or new socks, you know, and and we're going to be collecting them the day, the Friday, and then the next day on Saturday, we're going to be ourselves handing them out to the community here in San Francisco that needs it. So fantastic! Yeah, I think it's all about the timing right now that you know we need to stay active and and pretty much you know listen to the streets of San Francisco. They're they're cold right now, and it's a lot going on. So. It's a really, really powerful event that we're trying to put together. And, and also, we also have a, a book exchange where you could bring a book that you highly recommend to a fellow human being. And you exchange it for, for one that's also been highly recommended. So I encourage everyone to bring a book and uh, receive a book from the community and spread knowledge uh, through, through books. And we're also going to be doing a lot of uh, building there's a lot of active people coming and throughout the bay area from the bay area and it's a great way to branch out to people that are really active in you know the bay area with 
everything that's going on here. I think we're spoiled here in San Francisco as far as activism and beautiful work that's going on, right, such, such as this place. Barely holding on to yeah. the face of all the gentrification. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. We'd be emerging, and this be part and parcel of it. I believe I've been there every year yeah. since uh, since uh, he came to me the first time and said, this is what I'd like to do, and in fact informed me the first time for the first time that March 11th is what? It's the New Year's. It's the Mexican New Year, yeah. Mexican New Year. At 6 o'clock. The dance ceremony is going to start at 6 o'clock, which is pretty much like midnight for many people on December 31st. Okay. Uh, for the calendar, the New Year is this year at 6 p.m., March 11. And there's going to be music going on like around 4, so you can show up a little earlier and just, you know, hang out and vibe out to the beautiful energies of, that are going to be present that day. So. Well, we're, we're either... Uh uh, declare it, declare it a day early, eh, Val? Well, we'll be, we'll be here yeah. on that Friday, which is not this coming, not next week, but the week after. So we we'll, we'll make sure to send people and, and ourselves get over there after this show. Um, and, uh, yeah, let people to know about this great community event. Yes. And so the whole street's blocked off. Uh, the street, yes. It's going to be closed off for the danza, and then we're going to pull the party into the campus. Uh, into the campus. Like, yeah, it's going to be on the campus where it's going to be It's nice. going to be happening, for sure. Nice. So yeah. kind of the campus a lot courtyard. Of booths, and uh food, um, beautiful art. Amazing stuff. Yeah, it's going, to be, it's going to be the biggest one yet, for sure. Well, please call us on the 11th if you can't come by and remind people that it's happening. Yes. So we can let our vast audience out there to know to come up and come on over to the Mission Campus. It's happening. And not only that, we have a book exchange. There'll be food for the body, mind, and spirit. Am yes. I right? Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Plus, and I, oh, go ahead. Plus, we have going back, going back for quite some dead to come and coming back for quite some time. But they're started at the, right there at the at the middle school, right around the corner from there. I'm talking. I'm talking about Loco Bloco. Yeah. The drummers. They're gonna start the party, man. They're gonna start the party. <laughs> Yeah. And, and then we have one of the great bands bands to come out of this and, and reach up to fame. I'm talking about Bionics that we're going to be playing as yeah. well. Yeah, Bionics yeah. and the People's Tree as well. That They're very active and they're actually pioneering the next day and taking the whole homeless drive to, you know, like making sure every, they're pretty much organizing it with me. And they've been very active here in San Francisco with the whole Mario Woods and just everything that's been going on. So they... They're for sure brothers and sisters that we have on our time on our side. So, oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna be beautiful, man. It's and gonna then be coming big. Coming down from the Berno down the hill to the Berno Beats. The Berno Beats are gonna be starting the event, so they're okay. gonna be the ones calling all the folks in with uh, jazz, cumbia, a little bit of salsa, and yeah, just setting the tone right for the evening. So it's gonna wow. be nice. How nice, yeah. you know? It's so it's so good to hear about this because I think it, there's so many like you know actions and protests and 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 where you know get together and, and demand something but this is a, an opportunity for people in the community to come together and do something really beautiful together yes exactly yeah and, it's, you know, very, it's very it's very powerful because you know right now like we're entering the year of um the which flint is, which is the flint represents uh our tongue it's a, it's a day sign it's a year sign, and it's in the middle of the calendar. When you look at the calendar, if you see the middle part, it's a face, which is a mirror of you. It's supposed to be you looking at yourself. 
You're part of the calendar. And the flint is right there in the fire. Yes. Is that the spark? So it's what it is to be profound in communication, in, in our language. And I think that we, I feel like we're in that time to really, you know, not take for granted our ability to speak to our, our fellow beings and communicate in a positive, you know, powerful way. And then enchanting way but so yeah. this is uh this is the theme of the the of the year so it's flint. the flint so we need to meditate on that a little bit and, well, is better? and be profound take this hand of mine yeah Lovely. well look this is to be continued yes of course we're gonna be i'm gonna be back for sure man well, you're always welcome yeah here. i feel at home this be an open this be an <laughs> yeah open glad you made it yeah uh, people coming through some come every week some come in a while are you guys hiring <laughs> well, we don't we don't pay anything, but you can certainly volunteer. <laughs> Come and lend a hand. Now, much love, much love, and I appreciate uh, the time and energy from from this. It's, well, it's a beautiful setting. Some state, and I'm glad we're here. Yeah. And now I want you to hear these sisters have been traveling for the for the last uh, seven months. I heard about the, some I forgot how we connected, but they showed up. They they left every they left every everything behind in Long Beach, and decided to hit the road playing their music. And here they be again. Do you see them, Val? Bear coon. Be bear coon. And that was after a coon a raccoon as big as a bear looking through their window, <laughs> and they said we be bear coon. Am I right? Yes. Got it, Diamond Dave. And it's so good to see you. Play, play us three songs, will you? It's so good to have you here. And if you want to tell a bit about your adventures, are you heading back to Long Beach? What are you about now? Well, we're going back to Long Beach um, this this week, uh, coming up, because we're going to record another album. So we're real excited, and we're going to play um, some songs that are going to be on that new album. Uh, but, yeah, we're still just traveling around in our oh, conversion van with our little dogs so to, and just and people, having fun, you know? When you're leaving Long Beach now quite some time ago, how can you find that again? Was, what was the, the question? The, what? the video he's referencing. Oh, um, yeah, the our, Buffalo, the our, Buffalo uh, music video. YouTube. It's on YouTube if you just look up Bear Coon. Bear Coon, then, um, there it is. Our channel will come up in our music videos that we've made. Um, yeah, that one's from our from our first album. And, and Solange made that video of us just, you know, getting rid of all our stuff and saying bye to all of our friends and that was so beautiful sitting out and then on you my door saying hi to me mm -hmm. and the rest is her story hipstery and history here we are so without further ado you guys give us three songs will you oh. so good to have you back it's good to be back thanks for having us Ready here. 
go My road is covered in shadow Only thing left to know Is will you come with me Will you come with me Will you come with me that song what what oh, was that it song? that's called ships ships and what's the name of your new album that you're going to be recording oh man oh, we, we don't, don't know yet, yet. oh n- nice yeah, nice we got a couple months to figure it out maybe we j- yeah yeah maybe we'll call it maybe we'll call it maybe we'll call it mutiny i don't know mutiny yeah yeah emerge yeah <laughs> <laughs> Whatever comes through, keep it up. Yeah, we got a couple months, but yeah, we gotta figure it out. Alrighty. I'm ready. I should check the okay. tune in. Okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm working hard over here. This one's called Portland. When it rains, the engine squeals when it starts Every single mile I go, something is falling apart oh, Every mile I travel, something is falling apart I don't really have a destination in mind I'm just looking for a better way Spending my time then wasting away In a cage I made for myself Wasting away in a cage I made for myself And I broke down every time from here to Portland When I finally made it, the rain came down But I will go down these roads Though I know not where they lead For I'm better 
job sold everything I own I traded this house for these dusty roads I traded all my comfort for these dusty roads But I can feel a change with every crook in my life I'm growing so strange and ruling and wild I'm breaking away from the cage I made for myself Breaking away from the cage I made for myself And I broke down in every town from here to Portland When I finally made it, the rain came down But I will go down these roads Though I know not where they lead For I'm back to have you guys back and you sound good so good and to hear your new songs is wonderful it's so cool <laughs> yeah. so will you give us one more and then uh, i love that and please stay in touch and let us oh, know what's always. happening where yeah. you got a home in san francisco yep as yeah. you know yeah for sure we love visiting and coming and seeing you whenever we get a chance and uh we're just, we're just really stoked that we can make it work with our travels to come back you know yeah, so this is literally our first chance we've had to get back so yeah i was really tracking happy. you up in portland i was tracking that guy into the uh -huh. the big trees of the sierras mm -hmm. and i kept following your, your adventures as you went on your way and occasionally i see a picture or something uh -huh. on facebook and here we are again live and in the flesh <laughs> and in the fresh take get it away. my cops out before we start this. thank you thank you the podcast goes up as soon as the show is over the podcast go up and you can send to your friends and say here I am here we are here we be this be mutiny radio this be the common thread collective well this is a new song still yep. out there yeah yeah this is a this is our, our newest one and we just been really enjoying playing it so here it is it's called holes
the carpet for change Then I'm heading out in the burning sun I'm walking to the corner for some coffee I don't know what happened to the dreams that we had I guess maybe they got lost along the highway are there too many holes in this dam? I've been plugging them with my fingers But I'm running out of hands And every time that one gets fixed Another is breaking through the bricks I don't know how much longer I can stand such a pleasure to have you here your music is so it's so pretty <laughs> thank you thank you so much thanks for having us y'all 
For sure, for sure. And it's, uh, I think I said this last time, but I know you got, I know you're on this big kind of journey, like road tripping, but I feel like your music is like road trip music, you know, like you really like driving across the country. I want to listen to Bear Coon. Um, <laughs> we hear that a lot when people are like, oh, I'm driving somewhere. I'm going to listen to Bear Coon. <laughs> so yeah, I think it is well, travel music. <laughs> right on. Well, good luck with your next uh, leg of the journey. Thank you so much Thank for having you. us. Thank you. For Good sure. To be back. Thank Check you. out their music and videos. Bear Coon, spelled like the animals put together. <laughs> Are we animals? Are we friends? I think we're all a bunch of friends here on the Common Thread Collective here at Mutiny Radio. It's so nice to be here on a Friday. We're going to play a little music here for you because uh, I'm in kind of a mellow mood and a, and a happy spot. And then we'll be right back with some live performances from the rest of our crew.
It's all about the love here on the Common Thread Collective. Thanks for listening here, listening to MutinyRadio.fm here in San Francisco. You can come and join us sometime. We're at the corner of 21st and Florida Streets. That's 2781 21st Street here in San Francisco. Uh, come and be a part of this. Check it out. There's still, and of course, there's always kind of a roving uh, art gallery uh, coming through. So you never know what's going to happen here at Mutiny Radio. It's constantly changing, uh, which I think is a, a, a nice metaphor for our world and up at the microphone next is our friend Rivo. hey how you doing everybody what's up nice to see you you. welcome back i gotta tell you my friends i really needed that and i'm I'm gonna start off making a little public service announcement on behalf of all musicians and artists here in san francisco folks you really gotta support your musicians you really gotta support your artists here i got so many friends you know including myself that are just struggling to make it and uh my friends are busking, barely making anything to get by, barely even being acknowledged. We're playing shows to empty rooms. You know, you need to really appreciate your artists. I mean, what we're trying to do is make your world that much more richer, that much more intelligent, and just that much more fun to be alive, you know? So please support your artists, support your musicians. And on that note, uh, I'm going to start off with one of mine. Here we go. This is called... uh, I finished an album back in 2014 called Well That Shut Him Up. Uh, I'm going to start working on the next one, hopefully next month. This is going to be a track on that, and it's called Lost in Wonderland. Without a pain and cure 
She's content in your embrace and breaks your heart to leave this place And all these things that never were Lost in a fog, your head's in a spin Another gray day begins Everywhere and nowhere A toxin in the air She has no thought or time for you She's not easily impressed Not like the figments you've caressed You're another face in the crowd to her in Wonderland with glowing eyes the Cheshire cat grins His teeth and needles and pins Foundations of quicksand I got the wind Needles and pins So now, I'd like to commemorate a hero's birthday. Uh, yesterday, the late George Harrison would have been 73 years old. Yeah, George! Oh, George. So, uh, I encourage y'all to, to sing along if you know the song. This is off of the All Things Must Pass album. Isn't it a pity 
some things take so long But how do I explain When not too many people Can see we're all the same And because of all the tears Their eyes can't hope to see The beauty that surrounds them Isn't it a pity? So George. Thanks, Rivo. Thanks for reminding us about George Harrison. I hope he's having a wonderful trip on the other side of the camp uh, for giving so much, spreading so much love here on this planet and this plane during his life. George Harrison, thank you. And so I know coming up to the microphone next, we've got James Conrad, who's going to be reading from his book, Zordo Clean's House. And uh, I'm not sure who's the accompanist. Is it Rivo accompanying? Wonderful. All right. Well, all those mics are uh, working sweet. So uh, oh, take yeah. it away, Settle you down, guys. Richard, huh? Okay, that's in there fast. And I have to announce that thanks to Richard's donation, we're going to be getting two new microphones, five new cables, and two uh, standing mic stands for the studio in here. And that was all for $100. So thank you for your donation. And uh, thanks, everybody, for being so patient with us here and our, um, you know, roll your own uh, radio equipment. Uh, <laughs> Stay, motherfucker. Uh, He'll sit. You know. Exactly. Yeah, you guys need some more, uh, you know, duct tape out there. I'll look around. Oh uh, yeah, some, some of that good old-fashioned Alabama chrome. <laughs> <laughs> Try 
true story. I actually got to play a gig uh, where we didn't have a, a mic stand, so somebody fashioned together a mop and bucket and put the mic on the mop handle. <laughs> I don't feel so bad anymore. No, thanks for that okay. one, Ryan. Thanks, thanks for mentioning that. I, that really right. does make me feel a lot better. Cost cutting. <laughs> <laughs> Take right. it away, guys. Right. So, hello, folks. My name is James Conrad. Those of you in the studio who can see it, this is my book, uh, Zordo Cleans House. Of course, you out there listening, this is radio. You obviously can't see this. Uh, but if you go on to Amazon.com and uh, punch in Zordo, Z-U-R-D-O, Cleans House, it'll come right up. And basically, the story is about a gentleman who has been wrongfully convicted of murder and child molestation by a racist legal system. He does 11 years in San Quentin before being found innocent, ultimately. But as soon as he gets out, my God, what bad luck. Pancreatic cancer, stage four. And of course, there's no stage five. And so he has come to the conclusion that the last meaningful thing he can do is avenge his the, the wrong by going after the people who railroaded him. And so now, previously, in episode 56 of Zordo Cleans House. Casey reached into his front pocket and handed Zordo a small USB hard drive on a length of beaded chain. Here, he said, I figured you might find this useful. Uh-huh, said Zordo, looking at the drive. What is it? Information. Information, said Zordo, turning toward Casey as his eyebrows shot upward with curiosity. What about? You'll see, said Casey with a mischievous smile. And now we come to episode 57 of Zordo Cleans House. The day after Zordo visited with Casey, he went to the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Library in downtown San Jose, logged into one of the computers, and plugged in the USB hard drive. On the disk, he saw a pair of Microsoft Word documents titled Top Secret 1 and Top Secret 2. He double-clicked on the first and opened up a comprehensive wealth of information on his three remaining targets, Michael Kerr, Kendall Reichardt, and Judge Malcolm Connors. He looked over his right shoulder, then his left, but realized with a small sigh of relief that because he was only looking at text, no passers-by would find anything worth seeing. He scrolled through the document, tingling with intrigue as he read that Kendall Reichardt, a longtime hockey fan, had season tickets for the San Jose Sharks and never missed a single hockey game at the Shark Tank, and that Judge Malcolm Connors was cheating on his wife of 45 years with his secretary, Evelyn Mitchell, a woman 35 years younger than him, and would spend at least two nights out of any given week at her house in Milpitas or at a hotel, no doubt under the guise of working late. Zordo closed the first document and opened the second, which contained sets of instructions for setting fires with delayed ignition fuses, such as enclosing a lit cigarette inside a book of matches and, ex and assembling improvised explosive devices. As his eyes sparkled with fascination despite his poker face, he learned that a bomb could be made with a length of pipe containing a mix of roughly 95% ammonium nitrate and 5% diesel fuel and rigged to detonate with a spark of electricity that could be activated at the push of a button. With shaking hands and his pulse speeding up by a point and a half, he imagined a pipe bomb being concealed underneath his victim's car with the push button switch being taped to one of the wheels. 
Once the weight was applied to the switch from the wheel of the car rolling upon it, the blasting cap would ignite, the bomb would detonate, and by then, he would be long gone. After Zurdo logged off to step away from the computer, he enjoyed a silent, discreet laugh, knowing that carrying out his plan had become much easier. Thank you very much. That was episode 57 of Zurdo Cleans House. Tune in next week to Mutiny Radio. Uh, Same day, Friday, for episode 58 of Zordo Cleans House. And while I'm up here quickly, I just would like to make a quick announcement like I do every week. Uh, Mutiny Radio uh, is basically funded uh, entirely by its listeners and uh, certain other, you know, people who uh, contribute money. Now, here's how it works. If you out there, and I know you pe- we've got people listening, you know, literally all over the world, in all kinds of countries, and all across the continent as well, um, if you like what you hear and would love to continue hearing it, uh, we'd love for you to uh, help support us, and here's how you can do this. Send $1 or more in, in a check or a money order. Send a check or money order for $1 or more. Hold on, blood flower. Sorry, buddy. Okay. To help support Mutiny Radio, to help support Mutiny Radio, send a check or money order for a dollar or more to Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California, 94110. Once again, that address, Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California, 94110, and make all checks and money orders out to Mutiny Radio. Thanks very much, and enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks, James Conrad. Appreciate the plug. Uh, yes, we are a community-supported uh, net, uh, radio station. Um, we, we pay uh, dues to be here, so um, all the DJs pay, and we, we pool money for our uh, rent and utilities and uh, all of our internet connections and certain upgrades when we can. Um, like we just had some people volunteer, some f- previous DJs volunteer and uh, fix the electrical system going on so we have better lights for everybody out there and uh, all sorts of things. This is a community effort. So uh, thanks again. And if you do want to support us, again, that address is 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California, 94110. And here we are, and uh, on the phone... Rainbow Madonna from the White Buffalo. <laughs> Rainbow Madonna, are you there? I am here. Oh, beautiful. Happy Friday. Well, Happy so, Friday. It's so good to have you in this great mix of fellow human beings here getting on the same page. Fellow human beings here getting on the same page, getting out of the box and pushing the envelope. So you told me you are going to be singing. I, we want to hear your song. Hey, Rainbow Madonna, yeah. take it away, please. All right. Um, this is a song called Daybreak. And this song was written in... Um, New York a number of years ago when I was working for a legal aid homeless family rights project. So, it, and uh, before I became a traveler. So, in any case, daybreak. Daybreak, she's glad to be awake. Everything in its place. 
Nothing could happen to mar the day of a very busy, self-made man. But he had a dream he'd prefer to forget. Nothing that could ever happen, of course. He was in a cardboard shanty filled with men. And he was sitting in the corner praying. Close in stress, nothing to eat. Gotta get up now, drag himself to work. Can't think of his woman so far away. And it's off to the field till, till 12. With the heartless sun beating down on him. I can hear sighs over the airwaves. Did you have strange dreams last night? It won't be long till you have to see. When you close your eyes, you'll be me. Open your heart, we won't go away. In his limo, chauffeur's driving, radio playing Tchaikovsky. Straps tied up, he sees the bump, rolls down his window and throws him a buck. The bump lays his coat on a warm street grate, dreams he's a rich man on a big estate. Clean pajamas and a red silk robe, bathing in expensive European soap. And he kisses his wife as he slips between the sheets, enjoying the fruits of a rich man's deeds. Thanking God that he's himself, not someone on the street. I can hear sighs. Over the airwaves, did you have strange dreams last night? It won't be long till you have to see. When you close your eyes, you'll be me. Open your heart, they won't go away. They break. He's glad to be awake, everything in its place. Nothing could happen to mar the day of a very busy, self-made man. But he had a dream he'd prefer to forget. Nothing that could ever happen, of course. He was just a little boy, dying of thirst. Looking for his mother All by himself on city streets Wishing there was somewhere safe to be Wishing he was A rich man's son I can't hear sighs Oh, the
when you close your eyes, he'll be me. And when you see, we can all then be free. <laughs> um, Thanks. And Thanks, Rainbow Madonna. You're welcome. I have one more minute. I timed myself. <laughs> so what I wanted to say to you guys was, as far as the slope, Saving Life on Planet Earth update, I'd ask everyone to go to our Facebook page and read the statement about why we're doing this, the fact that we're facing extinction-level threats with a literal time clock ticking, such as Fukushima worsening come July, potentially and any number of catastrophes underway. One only has to go to Deagle.com or the Georgia Guidestones or watch a Donald Marshall interview or the Hollow Earth series to know there are some not-seeing forces thinking culling the herd is the way to go. And they want everyone to be asleep. Well, we at White Buffalo Nation aren't accepting a future reality where 95% of sentient life is gone and the remainder are cyborgs and clones. No, we're calling out to the 99% to get up, stand up, stand up for saving life on planet Earth. And we're not waiting for the big names to throw shows, although we've invited the keyboard player for the Stones, and we're inviting Neil Young and everybody who told us we got to get ourselves back to the garden. We're trying to make sure there is a garden. And I'm getting good word from our own Rainbow Musical family, Jin Aquarian, Kennedy Carr of Sarvadharma Productions, who produced our Nomads Aid shows in 2003 when we were standing up for our Spiritual Right to Camp initiative. I'm asking family to start throwing slope shows, hold an open mic, keep your expenses, pass the hat, and send funding to slope to fund the Ma'at Kare I spoke of last week which could neutralize all the radiation in Fukushima, including the cores within the ground, including helping San Francisco and Hawaii, and my town here, too, <laughs> help fund getting the bioremediation product to all sentient life, the poor, the water, the soil, the air. That's what it's all about. Please go to our GoFundMe slope page and donate. Help Benjamin James Hubbard help all of us and save life. We can do this, and by doing benefit concerts, we all get to make a joyful sound. Let's visualize us all home now, heaven on Mother Earth now. Saving life on planet Earth is a we experience. Please join us. Email us at whitebuffalonation at gmail.com or Skype at WBN Inc. Or my personal email, lisajwolf at gmail.com. We're not just doing this for attention. It is now, folks. Thank you.
Marley. All right. Up next, we've got James Ellis reading J. Krishnamurti. And we've got Bloodflower on piano. Meditation is the awakening of bliss. It is both of the senses and transcending them. It has no continuity, for it is not of time. The happiness and the joy of relationship, the sight of a cloud carrying the earth, and the light of spring on the leaves are the delight of the eye and of the mind. This delight can be cultivated by thought. And given a duration in the space of memory, but it is not the bliss with meditation in which is included the intensity of the senses the senses must be acute and in no way distorted by thought for the discipline of conformity and social morality the freedom of the senses is not the indulgence of them ha! the indulgence is the pleasure of thought Thought is like the smoke of a fire, and bliss is the fire without the cloud of smoke that brings tears to the eyes. Pleasure is one thing, bliss is another. Pleasure is the bondage of thought, and bliss is beyond and above thought. The foundation of meditation is the understanding of thought and of pleasure with their morality and the discipline which gives comfort. The bliss of meditation is not of time or duration. It is beyond both and therefore not measurable. It's ecstasy. It's not in the eye of the beholder, nor is it the experience of the thinker. Thought cannot touch it with its words and symbols and the confusion it breeds. It's not a word that can take root in thought and be shaped by it. 
his bliss comes out of complete silence it was a lovely morning with fleeting clouds and clear blue sky it rained and the air was clean every leaf was new and the dreary winter was over each leaf knew it in the sparkling sunshine that it had no relation to last year's spring. The sun shone through the new leaves, shedding a soft green light on the wet path that led through the woods to the main road that went on to the big city. There were children playing about, but they never looked at that lovely spring day. They had no need to look. They were the spring. <laughs> their laughter and their play were part of that tree, the leaf. And the flower, you felt this, you didn't imagine this. It was so the leaves and the flowers were taking part in the laughter, in the shouting, and in the balloon they went by. Every blade of grass and the yellow dandelion and the tender leaf that was so vulnerable, all were part of the children and the children were part of the whole earth. The dividing line between man and nature disappeared. <laughs> but the man on the race course in his car and the woman returning from market were unaware of this. Probably they never even looked at the sky. At the trembling leaf, the white lilac. They were carrying their problems in their hearts. And the heart never looked at the children. Or the brightening spring day. The pity of it was that they bred these children, and the children would soon become the man on the race course, and the woman returning from the market, and the world would be dark again. Therein lay the unending sorrow. The love on that leaf would be blown away with the coming autumn. He was a young man with a wife and children. He seemed highly educated, intellectual, and good at the use of words. He was rather lean and sat comfortably in the armchair, legs crossed, hands folded in his lap, and his glasses sparkling with the light of the sun from the window. He said he had always been seeking not only philosophical truths, but the truth that was beyond the word and the system. I said, I suppose you're seeking because you're discontented. No, said the man, I'm, I'm not exactly discontented. Like every other human being, I'm dissatisfied. But that's not the reason for the search. It isn't the search of the microscope or the telescope or the search of the priest for his God. I can't say what I'm seeking. I can't put my finger on it. It seems to me I was born with this, and though I am happily married, the search goes on. It isn't an escape, sir. I really don't know what I want to find. I've talked it over some clever philosophers and religious missionaries in the East, and they have all told me to continue my search and never stop searching, seeking. After all these years, it's still a constant disturbance, the man said. Should one seek at all? Seeking is always for something over on the other bank. 
In the distance, covered by time and long strides, the seeking and the finding are in the future. Over there, just beyond the hill, this is the essential meaning of seeking. There's the present, and the thing to be found in the future. The present is not fully active and alive. So, of course, that which is beyond the hill is more alluring and demanding. The scientist, if he has his eyes glued to the microscope, will never see the spider on the wall. Although the web of his life is not in the microscope, but in the, the life of the present. The man said, are you saying, sir, that it's vain to seek, that there's no hope in the future, that all time is in the present? All life is in the present. Not in the shadow of yesterday, or in the brightness of tomorrow's hope. To live in the present, one has to be free of the past and of tomorrow. I think it's to be found in the tomorrow. For tomorrow is the present. And yesterday is only a remembrance. So the distance between that which is to be found and that which is is made ever wider by the search. However pleasant and comforting that search may be. Constantly to seek the purpose of life is one of the odd escapes of man. If he finds what he seeks, he'll be not be worth that pebble on the path. To live in the present, the mind must not be divided by the remembrance of yesterday or the bright hope of tomorrow. He must have no tomorrow and no yesterday. This is not a poetic statement, but an actual fact. Posing and imagination have no place in the act of present. Not that you, de not that you deny beauty, but love is that beauty in the present, which is not to be found in the seeking. The man said, I think I'm beginning to see the futility of the years I've spent in the search. In the questions I have asked of myself and of others, and the futility of the answers, the man said. The ending is the beginning. <laughs> and the beginning is the first step. And the first step is the only step. Right to the words of of Jalun Rumi, translated from the Farsi. A ripe fig. Now that you live in my chest, anywhere we sit is a mountaintop. Those other images, which entice people like porcelain dolls from China, which have made men and women weep for century, even these are changing now. What used to be a pain is a lovely bench where we rest under the roses. A left hand has become a right, a dark wall, a window, a cushion, and a shoe heel. The leader of the assembly, intelligence and silence. What we say, what we say is poisoned, is po what we say is poisoned to, poisoned to some, 
and nourishing to others. What we say is a ripe fig, but not all birds that fly, but not all birds that fly eat figs. Not all birds that fly eat figs. All right, Val. All right, EK. All right, my sisters. Take us up, take us out, and take us around. Take it away, Val. EK. I'm in the booth here with EK Keith. Hey, Val. Hi, EK. I'm really excited for our show next Friday. I know. That's going to be fun. We've got... A lot of a lot of powerful women reading at the Beat Museum at 7 p.m. So everybody show up. Yeah, Friday, March 4th, and I like uh, how Justice named the event "On Fire." <laughs> women have a different beat. <laughs> yeah, that's us. That's us. So you've come to uh, do a little warm up with some poetry. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some some new pieces, and so I thought I'd. You know, take them out for a little spin before before uh, they go up on stage. I thought they could go, you know, out and around the planet, like Dave says. <laughs> Wise. <laughs> All right. So, it's, I've li- lately I've uh, been thinking about Tupac a lot, <laughs> and so <laughs> this is titled "Borrowed," of course. The hate you give little infants fucks everybody. Tupac is the new Jimi Hendrix. You don't have to sell out anymore because somebody will do it for you when you're dead. And there don't seem to be any options left. So black and brown kids express express their rebellion buying Thug Life t-shirts and notebooks and lunch kits. They don't have a clue that their money feeds the machine that ground Tupac up and spit his image out onto t-shirts and notebooks and lunch kits. And these little infants who have been given hate buy and buy and buy. And this also fucks everybody. <laughs> nice, EK. <laughs> You don't need to sell out. Just wait till wait till you're dead. Somebody will yeah, do it somebody for will you. Somebody will do it for you. That's what's <laughs> going to happen to all of us, probably. All right, so this one's called Today's Religion. Today's religion is tomorrow's mythology because people never tire of waiting for messiahs and emanations are really just human desires. The second coming is a story to keep our hands busy, and the word of the prophet gets twisted to make more money. As millennia pass, gods fall out of fashion and retire to the Florida Keys, where the waves hush the fading prayers of the penitent and the petitioners, where the old gods watch the birds swirl, and even condos have pink flamingos paid in full. Young gods don't come around much, But people never tire of proving their God's strength in battle. So the prayers of the penitent and the petitioner's wails die in the blood-soaked earth as we wage war in the names of indifferent gods who sip worship like a tropical cocktail. Yeah, okay. (laughs) And then, you know, just to lighten things up a little. In the, in the season, here we are in the season of the monkey, and this is called 
red envelope for Shana. I never noticed that beauty mark, a quiet dove perched on your cheekbone, until you told me how bullies made you cry. It's easy for a beautiful child to believe a jealous lie. It's harder to believe that when beauty marks your face, it's the mirror who tells the truth. So keep looking past the lies. Keep looking. See, there you are. Oh, lovely. E.K. Yes, Val. I, I, I admire you. I admire you, too. And I thank you for the compliment. <laughs> I, get, I get the job as poet, huh? That's right. Cool. Yep, anyone can apply. <laughs> but you've got... Yes, I, I don't know where we're going with this one. But... <laughs> oh, hey. Of course, Friday next... You, are going, you guys are going to be at the Beat Museum. There will be no guys performing at the Beat pardon Museum. Me, pardon me. Let me say you, 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 Next your Friday. Sisters, your women are going to be playing at the Women's Day at the Beat Museum. Thanks to Justice. One of you is opening, the other one's closing, and there'll be other people in between. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I'm happy to get a little preview. It kind of helps me get into a little groove of which ones I might pick to, to, to do. I'm excited now. I'm excited. It's warming up. And, you know, next Friday, that's what we'll be doing at the Beat Museum at 7. We actually will not be doing a live show here that day, um, taking a little little break. Um, there's actually going to be a big comedy festival happening at Mutiny Radio starting this coming Wednesday through Sunday. There's like 25 shows in five days. So wow. we're kind of scooting out to, to, let, that, to let that happen um, to support the station. And so, uh, folks, you should go on mutinyradio.fm and get some tickets or come to the individual shows. I think individual shows are 10 bucks. Anyhow, but uh, anyhow, so that Friday, next Friday, the 4th, we won't be doing a live Common Thread Collective that day. Um, so if you're out there listening, come back the following week, March 11th, and we'll be here for sure. Sounds good. Well, thanks, EK, and I'm looking forward to National Poetry Month. Oh, yeah. So Poems Under the Dome is also going to be happening on Thursday, April 28th in City Hall here in San Francisco. And it's going to be year 11 of the event. It's going to be a good time. It's our first double digit prime number. That's (laughs) meaningful. (laughs) It is. That is. One, 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 one. As we're all here, one. And as um, the theme has emerged from this day, uh, we're all in this together for sure. And enough. So glad to see you, Kay. So good to see you, Val. Good to see you, God. So you folks all out there, in there, within. Hey, Bloodflower. Hey, Richard. Hey, all you people. Yeah. Once again, we've come through. We'll see you Friday, but at the Beat Museum, not here at Mutiny that day. Right on. Broadway, right? Yeah, 540 Broadway Street. Thanks, Bloodflower. 540 Broadway. It's right off of Columbus. Um, it's kind of... North it's Beach. Caddy Corner from City Lights Books. Yeah, yeah, it is Caddy Corner from City Lights Books. Just like, yeah, it's a it's it's a cool spot. Actually, the Beat Museum published me a few years ago. They, That's cool. They used to have the a poetry contest, a monthly contest. They had it was the Foundation for Creative Expression uh, via the Beat Museum, and I won in December of two thousand seven 
for, for a poem that I did there. So I'll do that poem there that night. That's pretty awesome. So speaking of poetry, Val, yeah. are you, you going to give us some words? I'll give you some words. All right. I'll give you some words. All right. All right. Um, I'm just going to roll out a couple of, couple of older ones. This is for all the folks out on the streets of San Francisco. The sheer weight of fear in the dark hours of disempowerment is the shallow haunt of vested authority and mismanagement. Ill treatment and deeds that strip away at our liberties are designed to entice retreat. But the spirit of the people will not be defeated in the prayer and the city of St. Francis of Assisi, where there is despair, hope, where there is darkness, light, where there is sadness, joy. Never mind all or nothing. The days are forever changing. The wider our breadth of understanding and the shared genes that we feel in our hands shaking. I'll do one more. <laughs> uh, something about one of your poems, E.K., uh, kind of inspired me to read this one I wrote about uh, Mexican Hurricane Patricia back in November. I don't know what, what it was, but I thought, oh, that's a good one. All right. Blow me away. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the pun. <laughs> All right. Mexican Hurricane Patricia. Circuitous and calamitous. Centrifugal and disastrous, hurricane builds, crashes, and passes. North American mountains breaks its mass, and coastal castles of broken glass immortalize it in lore. Ruinous is hard to ignore. The history of these hills echoes in a breeze deep as the roots of trees, embedded to endure. Memories ensure the grandeur of Mother Nature. Yeah. That was awesome, Val. Uh, well, this has been a lovely day here on the Common Thread Collective. So thank you so much for everybody coming through. Thank you, Bloodflower, for playing piano and scoring our show. Uh, not just today, but other all, all these weeks. Um, we are forever changing here on the Common Thread Collective. Uh, keep going forward. Keep uh, expanding. And uh, we'll see you back here at Mutiny Radio on March 11th, 3 o'clock. We'll be, do we'll be doing it actually at 2 o'clock on March 11th. Tune in. I'll be doing Women's Magazine that day, interviewing Sandra Fewer, uh, Kimberly Averlinga, and Hillary... Um, Hillary... Uh, Oh, it's not Cron Ronan, Hillary Ronan. Um, uh, there are three women who are running for supervisors for the seats that are that are some of the seats that are opening up at the Board of Supervisors this year in 2016. So tune in for Mothers for Supervisor and get to know who these who these folks are and why they are uh, are vying for positions in our city government. So Friday, March 11th, we'll be back in action, and it also will be Women's History History Month. So uh, let's 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 do it upright, folks. Yes. Thanks so much, everybody. We love you. Uh, if you're out there around the planet somewhere, know that, uh, know that uh, we're here in San Francisco thinking of you. And, uh, and we're also going to go out, thanks to Rivo for reminding us, a little George Harrison. 
I'm Global Val. Come to the Beat Museum next Friday. See me and EK and Natasha Dennerstein and Daphne Gottlieb and MK Chavez and Kim Shook. That's a worthy lineup. <laughs> right on, everybody. Peace. We love you. Give me life. Sometimes too blind to see the mirror between you and
Most people don't even know what those are. Yeah, most of them don't. And we need to give uh, everybody a little example of what we know. Well, they should go to trialta.com to see the six different kinds of cannabinoids that are all distilled for their medicinal needs. Yes, and they're so wonderful. Have you heard about the CBN? Did you even know this existed? Is that like waffles? No, CBN is the cannabinoid in the plant that makes you fall asleep. Oh my God. Weed to make you sleep. Yeah. Does that put cancer to sleep? It puts cancer to sleep. It doesn't even get you high. It just puts you to sleep. There's also the THCA. Pain relief. Don't need any more opioids. Does that come from the vegetation state? It, it certainly does. You clearly know your botanicals. You know your Alta California botanicals. Yes, and there's also a CB, high CBD and a mixture of both high THC and CBD. That's right. Helps with the shaky shakies. If you have anxiety, go with the CBD. If you like to get high, go with the THC. Go with it all. Go to your local dispensary and ask for it by name. Alta California Botanicals. Or go to tryalta.com. If you give them your medical prescription, you can get two weeks for free Alta. absolutely try alta.com
Hey, you psychedelic junkies. Need something to do Tuesday, March 1st? Well, get your ass on out to the Golden Bull in Oakland at 8 p.m. for a stellar lineup of psychedelic rock brought to you by Subliminal SF. Featuring War Cloud, Cloud Catcher of Denver, and Skunk. Then, Thursday, March 31st, check out Seattle Band, UN, Hissing, and Cardinal Worm. Also, another band to be announced. Same place, same time. $8. Funeral Doom is the genre. For complete listings and more information, visit subliminalsf.com or check them out on Facebook. See you there. What's up, San Francisco? The SF Eagle Bar is proud to sponsor the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. The SF Eagle is about to celebrate its third year anniversary since reopening under new ownership and new management. We are historically a gay leather bar, and now we cater to the queer LGBT community. As well as our allies by hosting fundraisers for local nonprofits and events to celebrate love and equality. I ain't got no dick, but I love the Eagle. Yeah, you Ooh, do. Yes. Located at 398 12th Street at Harrison Street and open every single goddamn day. So check www.sf-eagle.com yeah. for calendar of events, and we will see you 3316. By the way, opening day of our special midnight comedy showcase for the mutiny comedy festival i see you guys there hell yeah industrial metals taking over Golden Bull in Oakland, April 5th, with the Death Kings of LA, Genocide Skin, Ort Cloud, and other bands to be announced. 8 p.m., $8, all industrial metal. They come again on April 15th to see some noise rock. The other band on Earth will be there. Jerkagram of LA will be there. And Love Moon. Same place, different time. 9 p.m., seven bucks. Brought to you by Subliminal SF. For complete listings and more information, visit subliminalsf.com or check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash subliminal sf Pabst Blue Ribbon 
Cats Blue Ribbon is a proud sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We appreciate how comedians are, well, they're poor, and they need a delicious and inexpensive alternative to craft beer. Now, that's why every Pabst Blue Ribbon is affordable and accessible to even the dirtiest of dickbag comedians, allowing them to be in public at a bar interacting with people they probably shouldn't, like women. So go buy your favorite comedian a PBR. They need the encouragement that someone, somewhere, cares what they have to say. Paps Blue Ribbon, keeping comedians funny with classically delicious flavor since 1844. Which is crazy, because it was America's best in 1993. PPR, Oh, yes, we got them jokes. 